of nowhere listeners i am your lovable host levi (laughs) and i'm shane (laughs) that other guy that other guy the uh not the reason you guys come we all know that he's got a face for radio okay that's why he's here (laughs) i come here to do just that i come here to laugh at your comments that way you don't have to play a laugh track but most people who come to the show just come to listen to you talk about stuff Oh man, I hope that's not true. <laughs> Sometimes I do feel like I bogart the conversation or like I'll just keep talking and talking. I'm like, man, I I talk too much. But I will say for a kid that grew up having all the adults going, you just talk cuz you like the sound of your own voice. You know, this is kind of the perfect thing for me. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. I've always, um, I've definitely been accused of that too by my father when I was growing up. Yeah, maybe that's just a kid. I think thing, probably. I think when you're a kid, you just you're just like on a constant. You have like this constant stream of consciousness going that don't that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so you're yeah. just like saying things to say them. Yeah, and then like it's like your internal monologue is not internal whatsoever. It's just fucking going. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and. Like, me growing up, I was always uh, performative. I liked to entertain the people that we were around because I liked that kind of attention. Yeah. You know? So, like, when we would have, like, my mom would have friends over. My dad, we'd be hanging out with my dad's friends or my brother's friends would come over. I'd always be trying to do stuff to make them laugh or make them pay attention because that was the shit for me. Like, I was like, hell yeah, this is the best. Yeah. Like, there's so many, uh, I don't know where they would be now, but that we had so many um, <laughs> home movies, like on camcorder tapes, yeah. of just seven-year-old Levi bouncing around like a crackhead, just <laughs> all over the place. There's one in particular that I always think about, makes me laugh, is uh, it, it was our stepsister's birthday, yeah. and I was in elementary school. My little brother is just born. My brother, my older brother, was in middle school with all the because because she had all her friends over, and so he went to school with all of them. Yeah, and so they all knew each other that way. And and then there's just me fucking tearing through the bait, just all over the place. Like I'm doing like Steve Irwin impressions and like pretending like these. These middle school girls are wild creatures. <laughs> like, crikey, there's another one over there. And, like, just <laughs> just being absurd. Yeah. That was the best. <laughs> Those were the days. Anyway. Know, back before bills and crippling depression, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we We were so excited to grow up and look at us now. Yeah. We fucked up. <laughs> I was talking to my dad the other day. I was like, "Man, you know, I really miss like I'd just go back to like kindergarten." He's like, "I don't know if I'd go back that far." I'm like, "Come on, man. 
Like, I had half-day kindergarten, so I was, like, just half the day I was at school, the rest of the day I was fucking off, or I was at daycare, which basically is just fucking off with supervision. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't get better than that. Yeah. Can't get better than that. <laughs> um, Before we neglect them, yeah. our Patreon people... <laughs> we want to thank Tony Burgess, Miles Glenn, Sam Norton, Colby Jordan Squared, Jade Marsh, Natalie Tacarante. Mark Stadler, Yana Reeves, Adam Pacino, and Colton Zamersla. Good job. I like the softness you put on the on their names. Oh, that was fun. It was like you were like Colby Square. Like I like that. <laughs> Trying to turn everybody on or what? Dude, I got that. My nipples are yeah. hard. You know. I'm trying to remind everybody why they listen for the, to the show. They're like, <laughs> the yeah, smooth. exactly buttery voice of shame mm-hmm. you don't hear it that often so that makes it it makes it that much better when you do hear it yeah it's it's like uh you know like a hot commodity mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah. <laughs> how was georgia dude so little big jam was so much fun man um there was a lot more people there than there was there two years ago which is cool because that means it's getting bigger well, and I'm a little surprised by that, especially just because, like, still there's people hesitant to do things this year. Like, even though most of the things are kind of just like, I mean, whatever. Dude, not in, there's still people that are like, not in Georgia, man. Like, really? when I made that like surprise trip around Christmas down to like just be there for Christmas Day, essentially. Yeah. Like there, there weren't even mass mandates back then down there. Like yeah. they were just like, I guess it's Georgia. They were like, "Fuck you! We're not doing anything." But yeah, man, uh, so two years ago, there was, I want to say, like, there might have been 150 people there. And then yeah. this time around, I feel like there was easily double that. Like, there was, it would, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's definitely like a small town music thing. Like, it's not something that even people who live in town don't know about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I had a buddy from back home. I sent a picture to him and I was like, dude. Little big jams happened, and he was like, "That was this week." Like you live here. Like I just came down for the weekend, yeah, but the it was a lot of fun, man. Like uh, I I seen a post from Little Big Jam after it happened, and that essentially there was forty hours of music altogether over the course of like three days. So Jeez. it was awesome, man. Yeah, there's a lot of that's awesome. There's a lot of like uh, local stuff, but I mean, there's a lot of good music, a lot of really talented at like singers too, like that you got to like listen to. Um, my brothers were there. We had like our own little, like we had the same exact spot we had last or two years ago, but we convinced more people to show up to hang out with just us. So like we had our own, like it was like essentially like our own party within like the festival. So that was pretty awesome too. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Remember when Matt and Lucid Wasteland were going to play there? Oh yeah. I told him to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd been cool. They still should. Well, I mean, yeah, essentially, 100%. now that they're going to be doing it again, now that they should do it again next year, so, like, all they got to do is fucking contact them and they'll get them tell, a spot. Tell them to go tour in Japan. Hell yeah, tour in Japan. <laughs> Just... I mean, if you look at, like, 80s rock, it's so weird. There's, like, Jap- Japanese people, like, 
fucking got real hooked on like a couple random 80s bands yeah like for some like i have no idea why like scorpions were like huge in japan like quiet riot like they could just make their money just touring in japan yeah i was like that's insane like i I don't know what they loved about it so much well i don't know i guess listening to a lot of anime intros it kind of makes sense though well, that's like avril lavigne she like disappeared from over here yeah, I was like, I just, thought she quit making music, and then come to find yeah. out, she was just in Japan, like touring constantly. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's what I would do. I'd hang out in Japan. I mean, if I, I mean, it's a good business. It's a good business model if you think about it. It's like, all right, cool. We started in America. You were famous for a little bit. Now this other country still really likes you. Just go over there and tour constantly. Yeah, I think, I think it's a dope idea. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, there's a fucking lot of shit to go over today. Let's do it. Biggest news of the week, I think, so far is uh, Facebook being down yesterday. Dude. Everybody shit their pants about it. I didn't even notice. I was sleeping all day, so it didn't affect me one bit. But <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that there was something wrong with my phone. I thought during the camping trip I had messed oh, it up. Really? Yeah, because I, oh. I kept scrolling, and I'd like something, and it wouldn't do it. And then I tried to share stuff, and it wouldn't share it. And I was like, maybe I just messed my phone up. Yeah. And then just went back to doing what I was doing. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Facebook was out. And also WhatsApp and Instagram. And also Facebook Messenger. Were all, were, those were all out. Because they're all running on the same shit. They're the same servers and everything. Um, so here's what's funny about this like on the surface it's not really that big a deal but uh people were freaking out freaking out to the point to where um mark zuckerberg estimated lost like around seven billion dollars while that was happening i think it's coming back in like 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 because of stock and stock yeah i think so um so there's that but also this coincided with a couple different things, all right? Thing number one, there's this lady who went on 60 Minutes. Uh, she is a Facebook whistleblower. Um, and what she she had compiled, she has worked in the tech industry for a while. She's worked on what the dating app Hinge started out as. Yeah. Like she, she released, like helped, put that to market she's done a couple different things but she um like she worked at google pinterest and then joined facebook in 2019 she has released um documents to a couple different news agencies that are talking about uh basically facebook's lack of fighting misinformation and then also um so you know facebook's big thing is like oh we're we're going after misinformation or trying to stop people from spreading wrong shit well apparently what this lady is saying is that they're not doing it in benefit (laughs) of the people they're doing what they see as a benefit to their profits which shocker i was gonna say that's (laughs) that's what a company is supposed to do make themselves make more money yeah so but obviously not a very good morally good thing to do, especially when 
you know, there's a lot of things in these documents that she's released talking about how Facebook has kind of, and Instagram more specifically, has kind of been geared towards making people want what other people have and making people be upset if they, their lives aren't like these other people. Okay. And then subsequently leading to a spike in um, a couple different things, but more, most most importantly would be like suicide among you know adolescent girls or you know things of that nature. Okay. And she's basically saying Facebook's not even fucking trying to do anything about it. Like they know exactly what it is, and they know that that that's an issue, and they just don't care. And I read an article about this, and they're saying uh, one of the Facebook spokespeople is very 70s-era cigarette company-like mentality. She's like, oh, well, they're just looking at the data wrong. So you're seeing that percentage of people that decided to kill themselves after seeing all the things that, like, pushing all the hot people to the top of their feet and, like, doing all these things. Yeah. But what you don't see is all the people whose lives we save by doing that, too. Like, it was a very, like, Weasley kind of <laughs> rationale. And she was like, she went on to say, oh, well, we put all this money into doing studies on, you know, behavioral studies on mental illness and the effects of, the, like, these things. And Like, you know, if we, uh, like, why would we do that if we were wanting people like if we were actively you know trying to hurt people it's like fucking big tobacco did research on cancer and cigarettes like what do you mean you can definitely do the two things at the same time it's fucked up but you can do it so i don't i think it's anyway. i think it's kind of yeah. i think it's unfair to say that they knew by pushing up ads for hot people up on people who were well I, that's not just what it no is, i'm just saying like yeah the, the easiest argument i could think yeah, of. yeah like i didn't go through and read all the shit that this lady fucking put out but that was one of the things yeah in a in addition to um misinformation all these different things for you know conspiracies and all these things that have been spreading around maybe it's just the people uh, that i follow on facebook but i can't scroll past like 10 posts without finding at least one post that's like this is not entirely true yeah so oh yeah yeah, yeah. with the <laughs> with the fact checking thing. yeah so a facebook yeah. fact checker said this is not completely true it's like yeah who's doing this yeah so so that happened right. okay okay now also the same kind of time frame there's this thing called the pandora papers that leaked out all right, and the Pandora Papers is a leak of almost twelve million documents and files exposing secret wealth and dealings of world leaders, politicians, and billionaires. All right, so it basically goes through and exposes certain things, um, certain things that people are using, certain companies that are doing what, certain people that are doing different things. Yeah. And so, right, like, as soon as the Facebook thing happened, yeah. the conspiracy wheels start oh, fucking turning shit. all over these people. So now there's, like, everybody's like, oh, it's happening, guys. Facebook's deleting all of their information. They shut 
they shut everything down to delete a paper trail of of shit that's already been released. So that's what I mean. It sounds that's that 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 sounds likely to me. You know, oh Zuckerberg. Why would they have to shut down anything to do that? Look, listen here, okay? They Why? closed down Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp <laughs> to stop communication. Anyone who's anyone, all right, uses Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp to speak worldwide, okay? Yeah. You got to stop communication. And then as soon as that happened, they were like, while we're at it, might as well just delete everything that anyone has posted on here about it. Except for I've seen like fucking 40 things since then. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Like I did, I mean, I did see it. Oh, I was gonna say I did see uh, like a thing about the royal, fam- the British royal family buying some ninety-one million dollar like estate from the Azerbaijani go- government. Yeah, those are all words. What do you mean? I don't know. What's the last thing you said? What government? The Azer Azerbaijani Azer Azerbaijan. You know who? Az- you know where Azerbaijan is, right? No. Me neither, but I know it's a real place. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Yes. Oh. But I guess they bought some fucking estate from them, and it and it came out in the Pandora Papers, but I don't understand, like, why that's a bad thing. Well, so a lot of these things that have been released are um, basically supposedly being hidden from powers of be because of tax purposes. Like, all these things are, like, off the grid. Like, people aren't supposed to know about them because they're not paying taxes on any of this shit. And they're, like, funneling money around and, like, doing shady shit to get away with, like, not paying as much as they could be. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's going on. Well, I thought the... And and, and a lot of it, but not, like, everything, but... Because I definitely thought that... I definitely thought that the UK, the royal family, like, the royal family in the UK was, like, they were, like, tax-exempt. It's like they're there on just fucking everything. Well, because like they're like essentially just like the fucking country's mascot. If you if you boil it down, you know what I mean. Like we protect eagles the way they protect the royal family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna read 12 million documents. Tell I need you, what's you going to fucking figure it out. <laughs> Be better. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know what we would care about you know the uk specifically the royal family doing but um there's different things like the king of jordan's 70 million pound spending spree on properties in the uk and us through secretly owned companies um oh yeah here's your azerbaijan thing leading family hidden involvement in property dealings in the uk so that's that's backwards. Okay. This is this is Azerbaijan's leading family's hidden involvement in property dealings in the UK worth more than four hundred million pounds. Okay. All right. So that yeah. <laughs> um family of Kenyan president not gonna even Here. try to say his name. Secretly owned a network of offshore companies for decades. So this is all like people doing what we already knew they were doing. Yeah, okay. There's, there's like, actual proof of it now. They're like, oh, here's fucking papers. That, like, we knew that's how shit, do, like, gets done. Yeah. Like, if you want to fucking make the most out of your money, 
and you don't want to get fucking taxed out the ass, what do you do? Well, here's what you do. You take the money that you get and you invest it in this firm or this offshore account yep. company. Yeah, yeah. That you make like, hey, I'm gonna start this company in fucking wherever. And then you go, Hey company, can I have a loan? A non taxable loan for this amount? And they're like, God damn it. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> and they fucking give you that loan untaxed. And then guess what? They forgive it. It's so crazy. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I wish they would give me one of those. That'd be cool. One day. Like we'll be rich. What if they like they just like missed like you know, not even nothing crazy. Just like forty thousand dollars. Like they just like accidentally typed a number in wrong and then just popped into your account one day and you're like Well, it's gonna be a good day for Levi. Tell you what, the, the problem with <laughs> I'm gonna get guac on my fucking <laughs> shit. Today. The problem with that is, dude, is like when I have when I get my bank account, if I have two hundred dollars more than I'm supposed to have, I'm like, what I not pay? Panic. Yeah, dude, I have like yeah, the most anxiety, and I'm just like, dude, what did I not pay? If I have an extra forty thousand dollars in my account, <laughs> I'll go. I there's no way I could have missed paying something because nothing I own is worth that. See, much. <laughs> at that point, I'm assuming that someone is trying is gonna blackmail me. If, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're like we have pictures of your dick. Like you touch the and we have a picture of the pope. Yep. We're gonna Photoshop them together. We sent you that money. We sent you that money so that we can prove we paid you to kill those people. And it's like, yeah, they're like, oh. have you seen me? I ain't killing anybody. Is forty grand enough to kill people? <laughs> I mean, how, how tight of a spot am I in? You know what I mean, just right now. Mm, nah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, I would do it, but I didn't <laughs> think you would. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill somebody for a big mac right now what do you mean god let's go i'm just hostile though uh, <laughs> um but you know like this whole facebook thing kind of made me think of uh well I, i've talked about it a couple of times but like there's people who will sit there and bitch and moan and complain about social media yeah and they'll go man they don't tell you all the stuff but then, like, 60-some percent of Americans get their news from social media, so it's like, who the fuck? Like, what do you mean? And, it, like, it's what, like, you'll see those people go, ah, the fucking Facebook, they're, they're hiding the truth. And then they'll share fucking <laughs> shit on Facebook. Yeah. Like, is, is this a lie then? Like, I, I was told Facebook hides the truth, and so what you're showing me... <laughs> Seems incorrect, and it's on here, so ipso facto, it's fucking wrong. And they're like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. Like, people's rationalizations with Facebook, social media, and just the media in general, like, they'll sit there and complain that Fox News or CNN isn't doing this. Oh, they they don't report on this shit. And then... Then they'll be like, well, why isn't the media reporting on it? Well, you bitch, you just said two days ago that they didn't report on shit like this. What what'd you think was going to happen? Like, <laughs> you're calling it like you see it, and then you're mad because they're doing the thing like you called it? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you know who does get their news from Facebook, though? Who? Uh, one former president, Donald Trump's legal counsel, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, he admitted under oath that he got some of his evidence about election fraud from social media. So that's pretty cool. 
This is a <laughs> esteemed lawyer and former mayor who was mayor during the 9-11 attacks and afterwards. Big hero in New York. And he went on the record to say that he got information about voter fraud from social media. And I, I mean, I don't know a lot about lawyering, but... <laughs> I don't know a lot I, about you lawyering. <laughs> but I think if I was going to make a case, I damn sure wouldn't start on any of the social medias at all. No, definitely not. Yeah, unless it was literally a post by somebody that I was def or not defending, uh, <laughs> that I was you know doing whatever they call it when you when you try to get them to go to jail. I see. I don't know a lot about lawyering, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I'd be like, "Look, he made this Facebook post, you know, three hours before he stabbed that guy, saying, hey, I fucking hate that guy at McDonald's. I'm gonna stab him.' <laughs> like, I don't know what more proof you need. That would be like the only time. But like, I feel feel like on grand things where you're trying to prove an intricate, connected web of max secrecy by certain political organizations i don't think they're gonna use facebook so <laughs> you should probably go somewhere else for that <laughs> like like whatsapp uh <laughs> or instagram or instagram yeah. or messenger yeah. uh <laughs> so anyway <laughs> that's pretty fun yeah why did why did he is that something like he recently admitted to that uh yeah, so it was uh this article's from the second, but you know, they you know, as as one does when you make a bunch of legal challenges to a wide variety of people about a certain high profile thing. Right. People start to like go, Hey, why don't you come talk to us under oath for a second? Because you're saying a lot of crazy shit <laughs> without that. Yeah. So we want you to say something legit, uh, because as a practicing lawyer, if you lie under oath, you're fucked. Yeah, like <laughs> you can't ever, you can't even. They won't let you do any laws ever again. They're like, these are laws, and you can't do them. So, so yeah, uh, <laughs> they disbar you. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um. <laughs> So, in a deposition, Giuliani admitted that he got some of his information about uh, Coomer's alleged role in the election fraud from his social media posts, but couldn't be sure if it was Facebook or another platform. I'm going to go ahead and say that it was. But Eric Coomer, if you don't know, is a Dominion Voting Systems employee. Okay. Um, and he is suing the Trump campaign and others for promoting baseless conspiracies that he helped rig the election for Sir Joseph Biden. Um, and Giuliani went on to say those social medias get, uh, all get to me or wait, fuck. Okay. So I don't know what this means in type, but like it says get, and then it's got brackets and it says S I C and then it, the brackets end and it says all one to me. So I, I don't really know what the fuck he was trying to say. <laughs> I wish somebody who knew what that meant would just like put a little blurb on the side that says, you know, what he's trying to say is <laughs> I need that little 
paperclip guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so he just kind of went off of some stuff he was seeing on a social media platform, and they were like, "Yeah, it's fucking Eric guy from Dominion." <laughs> He's like, "That's good enough for me. Let's get him. Let's get him." <laughs> so that's fun. Um, you know who Urban Meyer is? Yeah, he he was a college coach who moved up into the NFL, right? Yep, and he coaches for the Jacksonville Jaguars Oof. for now. Uh, <laughs> Urban Meyer was spotted in a video, a voyeuristic filming of a video. Oh, no. Uh, yep, get ready for this. So. People are being spanked. This well, this uh, this little blonde number is doing some grinding on his lap, basically, as he sits on a bar stool, hunched over, looking like an old man. And uh, you might go, hey, his wife, Shelly Meyer, is blonde. And you'd be right. This wasn't her. <laughs> <laughs> was some 20-something-year-old who definitely wasn't his wife, because his wife was at home watching the baby. What? Oh, no. And how do I know this? Because she tweeted it in reaction to people posting pictures of him with these college chicks at this bar. She's like, that's cool. I'm at home watching the kids. And I was like, yikes. So, um, Jacksonville Jaguars owner, Shad Shad Khan. That's a cool name. I'm Sheer Khan? They... His name's Shadgon. Jungle Book? S. Mowgli? Well, no. Yeah. Blue? Fucking damn it. <laughs> you know, they should win a lot more games <laughs> if their owner's name is something fucking Khan. Like Shao Khan. Ooh. Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Liu Kang. Yeah. Sub Zero. Exactly. Whoa. Got a lot of shit going on. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he said he must regain our trust. And Dude. Uh, there's some players that have been like, yo, I don't know if we can fucking. Deal with this Dude, guy, this guy. okay, yeah. I'm not condoning that he's out in some bar with some like 21 year old grinding on him. At let's the same, hear let's hear the apologies. Dude, at the fucking same time, like how does him how does him getting a lap dance in a fucking random bar have anything to do with his ability to coach a fucking football team? Well, they're 0 and 4, so I'm okay. Oh well, yeah, well, I get it. He's clearly not focusing. Yeah, that's yep, <laughs> that's what it is. He's you know what you know what here's what happened, dude. He was like. He's sitting there. He's going through the playbook. He's racking his brain. Like, they didn't suck before him or nothing. No. Yeah. Like, he's making them suck. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? He was like, somebody walked in there like, Urban. He was like, what's up? They're like, you know what you need to do? You need to dance with some 20-year-olds, get your mind off the game, so that whenever you come back to the office, you're, fresh. you're refreshed. And what ref- you're ready to go. And what refreshes you the most? Lap dances from 20-year-olds. 20-year-olds. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> same uh man <laughs> um so i see what you said um you want to hear what the the fringe argument is oh, right now man yes let's hear it <laughs> i've only seen one person say this so it's not a uh heavy argument but it did crack me up when i saw it because as you know sir urban meyer did have many much successes in college he coached the tim tebow team in florida he coached aaron hernandez through not murdering people in college (laughs) 
he <laughs> he he led Ohio State to a couple of national championships. You know, he story coach. He's fucking got some leverage to do some cool shit. That's why he got a job in the NFL. They're like, obviously, he's doing something right. Yeah. Well, people are like, this is it. This is how he goes back to college. Fucking USC is going to be looking for a coach. He's fucking ready to go back to college because he's getting his ass whooped in the bros. So he's like, I'm going to go finger blast this blonde lady in this bar. She grinds on me and we'll get it all in camera and fuck it. Wait, I thought you said she was just grinding on him. uh, She was, but his hand's definitely on her ass or in her pants. It's hard to tell. Is it on her ass or in her pants? There's, Well, like, it's kind of like tucked down and under and she's kind of like turned to away so it looks like his hand might be in her pants but it also could just be grabbing he's giving her he's giving a little over the skirt hj you know yeah otph that's what i'm talking about (laughs) over the pants hand it'd be an Uh, ots (laughs) ots hj well she's got pants oh okay otph day that works yeah fucking dumb bitch (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that's what's going on Urban Meyer, um, you know, hey, you remember when we did that thing about Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, they settled their lawsuit for how much? Uh, shockingly, they didn't say, but <laughs> but they like both both teams came out amicably. They were like, yeah, we're we're glad we got that behind us. Disney even said. Uh, greatly enjoyed their creative relationship, and they look forward to continuing collaboration in years to come. (laughs) You know what that means? (laughs) She she got barely anything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't think she was really, like, I know she fucking had, like, a $40 million number or something on it, but, like, I think what she just wanted was part of the royalties from the Disney Plus. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that because they just stole part of her paycheck essentially. Yeah. From the theaters because they're like, fuck it, we'll just put it on Disney Plus. So, I get it. But anyway, um, so that's that's what's going on <laughs> there. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, uh, oh man, I got you. All right. So you remember a couple months back, a uh, yep certain oh. country singer was recorded wasted in his front yard. <laughs> saying some things he shouldn't have been saying. Yeah. Well, apparently, he's going to continue to pay for it even now. Uh, oh, boy. What happened now? He's been banned from the CMAs. Uh, for th- well, that place blows anyway. <laughs> he's been you don't want to be there. For that reason, exactly. Um, they're not letting him win any kind of awards, even though like the big thing that I read about was that his his album got nominated for an award, but the CMA officials are saying that... They're disbarring him? Essentially. (laughs) That's fucked up. Well, so they're letting him, they're letting his album be recognized because for the other people who had... Oh, the people who helped make make, Yeah, who helped make the album. But but he's not going to be able to win like any any award for himself for this year. like the artist? Yeah. Wow. That's fucking brutal. Uh, Just another reason why these fucking award shows are stupid. And trivial. Yeah. No, I I don't know. They wouldn't even let fucking Lil Nas X get, like, charted as country 
even though it was playing on virtually all the modern country. Oh, you're talking about his his old town road like uh yeah song like that. It's such a man. Did you watch that? This is pop. No. Oh, so they do a whole episode on country and they talk about how uh clicky it is like in a way okay where like there's a certain way you have to you have to do things if you want to kind of appease the you know the people behind the curtain in country music and it's like you know a lot of people didn't do that shit like shania twain didn't really do it um steve earl you know people like that where they just like didn't really fit the narrative like that like you gotta sing a certain way and you have to write songs this way and this is what you gotta do so i don't think he wants to be a part of that crowd well in other news um r kelly oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and this was i think this is what we thought we forgot i think it is yeah uh, i was just thinking that back on the 27th, he was convicted of sex trafficking. Yikes. Um, but it's weird because he was only found guilty of, I don't know, it was a sex trafficking case, and he was found guilty of racketeering on the second day of deliberations. And the charges are based on an argument that the entourage and managers and aides who helped the singer meet girls and keep them obedient and quiet amounted to a criminal enterprise. So essentially, he got charged with racketeering even though he was, even though he is sexual, it is sex trafficking in a in a big way. I feel like because what does this racketeering even mean? I think that's just how they get you. Like a you were you like made money off of an, an illegal enterprise. Oh, got you it. Know what I mean, okay. like when you're a yeah. when you're a massive drug dealer, or like yeah, you're doing like a you're doing like a bunch you're selling a bunch of drugs, but you're avoiding taxes yeah. on those said sales. So racketeering, got it. Or like illegal sports betting and shit. Yeah, um, Kelly was also convicted of criminal criminal counts accusing him of violating the Man Act, which makes it illegal to take anyone across state lines for any immoral purpose. So any of those girls who like got on his like tour buses or whatever, oh, and yeah. they eventually got peed like, on or whatever. We? It's like yeah, New Mexico. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. But that's uh, that's new about R. Kelly. <laughs> Which every time I, I hear about do. him, I just hear I just see that interview where he's like, you know, crying about how he's struggling fighting for his life. Fighting for my goddamn life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never seen it. Uh <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> Coming to a prison talent show near you. Let's go. Um <laughs> So that's all I have for like new stuff. I'm just gonna round it out with the top ten and the World War two hundred. At number one, we got Sincerely Kentrail by Youngboy NBA. Uh, number two, down from number one, is Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Uh, number three, Montero by Little Nas X, which I... Oh, that's his newest, most recent one. Yeah. Why did it just pop in? I thought he really... Oh, wait, maybe that was just the song, the single he released. Never mind. Yeah, it's got to be the single. Um... Then we got number four, Donda, Kanye West. Number five, Sour, Holly Rodrigo. Number six, Planet Herd, Doja Cat. Number seven, still in the top ten. 100% deserves to be able to have some more than awards than just the album. 
uh, Why don't you make Dangerous Double album Morgan Wallen. You know what I will? I'll send it to him, and I'll be like, <laughs> "It looks like a, like a third grader made. Hell yeah, made dude! This for you. Made this for you." <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, fuck love. Number nine, happier than ever. Billie Eilish, and then up in the top ten again, Soulfly, Rod Wave. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Money back, yo's gone, dude. Uh, ooh, up to eighteen. A gangsta's pain. Ayo. Money bag, yo. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, before we close it out, I was just gonna talk briefly about a couple movies I watched recently. Some new ones. Okay. Um, I finally watched that Invisible Man. The newest one or whatever. Yeah, with, not Hollow Man, but Invisible. Yeah, with the chick from uh, yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch I've it? Never seen it. It's it's not too bad. Um, it wasn't... Well, okay. So I kind of knew a little bit about the premise because I had seen a couple uh, random videos, like top 10 videos where they talked about different movies and they kind of like touched on it. So I kind of knew some of the things that were going to happen, but the whole overarching story I did not yeah. know about. Um, and I really liked it. I thought it was good. That was really well done. Like... So the uh, like the plot line is this lady's getting stalked by this invisible fucking person trying to get her and like some of the effects and shit that they do I think are really well done. Yeah. Uh, um and she's she's a good actress. Uh she was in Mad Men too. Yeah. She's she's great. Um so I recommend that and then I watched that Malignant which have you seen any like commercials? I haven't even heard of that? it. So, <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's a James Wan movie, which, if you know James Wan, that's the Conjuring. Like he direct he directs a lot of the scary movies now. He directed the first Saw. Oh, okay, all right. Um, you know he he's got his hands in a lot of you he's know, the, those kinds of. He's movies. the Michael Bay of scary movies. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> um, and it is a trip. Yeah, man, it is. It is really good. It's like, I don't know. It has like a weird feel to it because like, you know, it's a horror movie. So it kind of has this like vibe where it's like, I don't know, like an atmosphere in it. You can kind of tell it's just ever kept. Everything's kind of amped. Like certain actors are kind of like over the top a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like for the most part, I thought it was really good. Okay. And like I said, the fucking story is fucking wild <laughs> did not see half of the shit that was happening happening so noise noise well yeah. since you brought it up uh if you have not watched squid game oh boy. on netflix I have not been able to see anything unrelated to that i didn't i didn't realize it was i didn't realize it was so popular like i because i was camping and like i don't get good yeah. service i didn't see anything and then like as soon as i got into any kind of service it was everywhere and i was like i've been watching this and it is in fact like really good, yeah. Like, check I mean, you remember when, when we watched uh, Parasite? Yeah, like it's very, like it's it's very, like it has the same kind of like feel to it as far as like the way sometimes it's they it feels like they are like over the top about certain scenarios, and like yeah, and you're like I don't understand why you're so excited about this. Yeah, <laughs> like it was I don't know it was very it's very good like and I honestly had I never watched Parasite and I never gave Squid Game a chance. But it's it's yeah. really good, definitely worth yeah. the watch. And 
I guess everyone else has, has agreed with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen so many fucking memes about it. Like, holy shit. One thing I loved about Parasite is how frequently I thought it was going to go one way and it would just go completely different. Like, I was like, and even the ways I was thinking, I was like, that'd be really cool. And it went a different way. And I was like, wow, that's a way better idea. But like, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like predictable. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be predictable where it's going to be shitty. I was like, oh, man, if they do that, like, this will be cool. Like, because, like, the whole the whole time, and I don't know, maybe this was the family's plan the whole time. But I had the idea that they were trying to completely take over those people's yeah, lives. Definitely. They were just going to be those people. Yeah. Instead of just weaseling into their life and then just working for them. I thought they were, like gonna snuff them out or like you know something something crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just like we're them now like <laughs> you know <laughs> and that would have been cool too like i i mean it could have gone either way right. i would have been fine with it and it was a great movie i watched it again not that long ago i was like yeah this is really well done <laughs> where is uh squid game made out of do you know I th- I'm I'm pretty sure sh- I, I know it's Korean, but I don't know. That's what I was, yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's, yeah. What I was yeah, it's Korean. Oh yeah, okay, man. Korean movies are well, Korean movie TVs like they can make a lot of really good shit. Because then that old boy is from there too, I think. Old boy and uh, what's that other one where they're fucking uh, fighting through the the car park? I don't even know. Raid. You never seen Raid? Oh, I've never Ooh, seen cool. Old Boy either. Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. Uh raid movie. There we go. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. This does maybe it's not raid. There's there's something it's got the that kind of title though. It's like the fucking whatever. And there's this there's this scene where this guy's like fighting through this this car park and it, like it looks like it's all one shot and shit. And, like, it's just a fucking massive fight, and it's badass. And it's, like, it's a very good storyline, too. And old boy is... That'll fuck your brain up. Um, <laughs> they There's an American remake with... I don't know who's in it. Josh Brolin, I think. And uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, oh, uh, something Olsen. Yeah. She's in it. You see a boob in that one. Ooh. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, I mean, the Korean one's really good, too. Um, if you don't mind reading. But, yeah. I'll, I'll try to figure out the name of that other one okay. for you. Yeah. Anyway. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. head on over to YouTube and leave us likes and comments and stuff. If you don't want to do that, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there. Um, you should definitely do that. Um, if you just don't want to like leave a review, you can always give us money <laughs> at patreon.com slash walkpod. But uh, <laughs> even if you don't want to, yeah, if you don't yeah. want to leave a review and you don't want to like us and you don't want to give us money, then just show us to one friend and that's enough for us. Uh, Hell yeah. We want to thank our friends, Dutch and Denver podcast, kicking it with the Kellys, the remedy room, no new friends. Yeah. That's everybody. Oh, yeah. All right. I've had enough. Peace out. (laughs) Tip your bartender.